0: You know, I really wanted to tell a Lord of the Rings joke Mm -hmm. at the start of this week's podcast, but it turns out that all the good ones are Aragorn. Oh my god. (laughs) It's meant to sound like Aragorn, but...
1: Oh, (laughs) Cabloof.
0: To all the the many listeners. Um, I'm trying to
1: compose myself this, here. It's actually a terrible
0: joke. It's not even a funny joke. None of them were funny, but that one particularly. Um, But yeah, so this is the Inverus podcast. Welcome. Yay! Uh, I'm Claire.
1: I am Callum. And, um, yeah. and here we yay. are yet again.
0: Chatting for a third time. Nobody is sick of us yet, apparently. Well, it's more than three times. Third time this season. Third time this season. Um,
1: Fifteenth time overall, Uh, I guess. This
0: week. This week, we will be talking about Lord of the Rings. We love Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. It's great. Best ever. It is just the best. Um, And we are drinking a tea from Mm -hmm. the Hebridean tea store called The Shealing.
1: And let me tell you, it smells really good.
0: It smells divine. I it's haven't... got, like, licorice and aniseed and orange peel oh. and cardamom in it. I, uh, yeah, I haven't I didn't tried look it at the... I haven't taken a sip.
1: I didn't look at the, instruc- the instructions. The ingredients. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what's in it.
0: Instructions for tea! <laughs> I mean, yeah. there,
1: there will um... be brewing instructions on it. I'm sure.
0: But yeah, like a, a sheiling, is it not like a, a Scottish word for like a shelter?
1: Yeah, so kind of like, um, I guess similar to a bothy or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, But not quite so a bothy. The, this,
0: this smells like, the way I would describe it is comforting, it's like a comforting smell. It doesn't smell like it's going to be overly sweet, but I guess we'll see. Um, I drink a lot of overly sweet teas. So I'm going to pour my tea. I've got a big teapot here.
1: I've got a teapot too. I poured teapot. mine. I'm going to take a wee sip. Just to... I've been oh, desperate Lord, to Lord. drink these for, like, yeah, we've had, two months. we've had
0: the, the podcast teas in the cupboard for a very long time. Um, mm. It just smells so good.
1: It's, I mean, I mean. Oh, my, that's lovely. It's really nice. It is
0: sweet. Obviously, it's got the licorice, but it's not.
1: It's not super sweet not at all. It's
0: not like a sickly sweet it's not a sickly sweet it's like licorice and warm mm.
1: it is very comforting it is oh
0: it's like a hug, hug in a mug a hug in a mug oh, i like that. Little,
1: i want i want that on a mug a little
0: handleless teacup i've got here um very ornate very elegant but yeah
1: um, i'm tea, using my tea. wee robert what's his face mug robert blamlier blamlummler
0: oh yes 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 I'm desperate to get his mugs.
1: Um, They're really good. Uh, It's just some guy in. I can't remember where he is. Do you know what? I'm going to look it up. Um, Robert Blue It's B- not Harris. No, because, no, no. Because. No.
0: Um, is he not in Harris? I know he's no, Scottish. He's... I think he's. I don't think is he is. He I think he's English. Is he English? Yes. No, because he makes the Harris uh, distillery mugs. Does he? Yeah. Robert Blumeyer. Does he? Yeah i didn't know that i know that because um i had one and it broke <laughs> and i was very sad because the harris gin mugs are quite expensive um if you google his name the first thing that comes up is well the second thing that comes up in the image search is um the harris distillery mugs oh, i didn't know they were the um, same person yeah he's in bristol bristol he's in bristol he's bristol yeah. So he's but not Scottish. But he he makes make some lovely, very beautiful. Lovely,
1: lovely mugs and like well everything. Decanters, bowls, jugs. Stuff. A spoon yeah, rest.
0: holders, um, Yeah. You know. Very pretty. Highly recommended. Yes. Um
1: You can also buy like the the B stock for cheaper. Um that's the ones with like slight visual faults.
0: Yeah, which like I think that adds to the charm personally. Yeah.
1: Um, I got mine. Mine's a mine's a a cheaper one, so, um, and I love it. I love it so much. And it's really nice to hold. It's got like a good good like.
0: Yeah, that's that's why I like the Harris Distillery. When I bought it, when I was up visiting my mum, um, and we went, and they had it, and I was just like, those are really nice because they're all unique as well. The the Har- I think they're all unique. Just full stop. The ones that he makes. But the ones in the Harris distillery are made to look like, uh, you know, the bottles for the Harris gin have the like the wave pattern on. Like the lines as if it's, you know, water at a beach. Um, It's hard to explain. But if you go look at the bottle, you'll understand. But they have that on the mugs. But every single mug is different. And because they're blue, it really has that ocean feel to it. Um, but uh-huh. They fit in your hand just so perfectly with the handle and the little lip at the top, and they're just great. Highly recommend. Yes, you know, go check them out. Yeah,
1: or don't. I'll it's have a look. up to He's you. He's got a
0: website. Um, you can order online. But uh, anyway, how are you this week, Callum?
1: I'm pretty good, actually. Um, it's been busy. Uh, obviously, I'm still the boss man, which is nice. Center um, manager. Center manager. That's me. And I'll continue to inform everyone about this for the next uh, wee while. <laughs> you but, should be proud. Yeah, I should be. Um, But no, no, it's... Um, that's been good. It's been challenging because it's just eaten a lot of my time. Um, So I haven't been able to do as much things that I would like to do. But here at uh, inverus h q um I'm finally actually sorting out my acoustic treatment Woo! issue um i find a guy he's like some some um i was gonna say big producer he's not a massive producer but he's 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 a reasonable reasonable producer guy and he's um what he did was get um books and stack them in like alternating um uh, like alternating squares essentially. Um, pages facing out and he says it works brilliantly and I was like well I've got like a billion books in the loft so it'd be nice to just have them out so I'm just gonna put up some shelving and just ram the place with books
0: Library!
1: It's like a library and acoustic treatment at the same time Um, Exactly
0: and if you've already got the books it's cheap.
1: Oh yeah, it's dirt (laughs) cheap
0: And Yeah
1: Literally the Um, cost of like well, not it won't even have to pay for a plank of wood because you could just dismantle a. Like, got loads of old wardrobes and stuff that just isn't being used. So,
0: yeah, shelving's I'm sure, gonna I'm be sure easy. Your your dad uh, would make you a shelf if you asked him nicely.
1: Well, um, my um, my monitors, my studio monitors, are actually on um shelves that dad made me out of some really nice bits of wood, Um mm. Which yeah, it's just nice because yeah. um, I can't really your have them on quite, the desk.
0: Your dad's quite talented with that stuff.
1: He is. Once he like kind of puts his mind to it, he can kind of just batter out anything. He's really
0: yeah. It's
1: getting really good. He's been making candlesticks as well, um, and they are.
0: Ah uh, yeah, I seen a photo of I think it was the first one that he did. Mm. Remember you sent me a picture of that? It was absolutely gorgeous. But like, see if you can turn wood. Like, if you you're good at turning wood. Like you can make some absolutely beautiful things out of wood. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. With like a wood turner for sure. Um.
1: Yeah. So our next project is um we're gonna make chess pieces.
0: Oh, that'll be so um, good. Which
1: will be really cool uh, and fun. Um, it'll be really hard to get them all looking like roughly the same. Um, so mm-hmm. that's gonna be fun. Um, and we've been like. I say we. I've been doing basically nothing to contribute to this. <laughs> but, you know, I'll take a little bit of credit. Um we've been making cajons. Um for those who don't know it's a little like box that you sit on that you you hit um for like making like drum noises. It's um, a
0: percussion thing.
1: It's a percussion thing. Uh, I mean a lot of like traditional cajon people will be like it's not just a drum. Um but most most um these singer-songwriter types just use it as as basically a drum, um. But yeah, so we've been making those. That's been really interesting seeing what different woods, um, actually do in mm. different um types and thicknesses of wood. Um, for yeah, for the dad's making one stuff. for
0: me. I say for me, it's actually for my kids.
1: Oh, um, it's looking really it's good. It's gonna have like a
0: chessboard on the top, and yeah. Snakes and ladders on it is yeah, uh, which is cool because it actually ties into episode one's topic of you know old mm-hmm. school board games uh, and actually next week's topic which we will get to at the end of the episode we will discuss that
1: yeah um, um but... my week oh has yes, been Karen. fine it's been fine sorry
0: callum i was, I was <laughs> literally just
1: going to ask you how your week's been
0: <laughs> <laughs> just messing up the format over oh, here oh no um, it's what we do best it is um but no my week's been fine uh, I'm now entering a period of annual leave, I have Woo! 11 days off in a row, I can't wait um, It's the summer holidays, that's all good um, But I should I should mention, uh, because last week I was talking about getting antibiotics for sinusitis Oh yes And I'd said that I got told to lie down for 30 minutes afterwards Well it turns out that that isn't, that isn't right <laughs> 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 I, Of course I was supposed to not lie down for 30 <laughs> minutes <laughs> so I obviously misheard of oh. the, the pharmacy uh, Because That's... when I sat down and properly read the instructions It was like do not lie down for 30 minutes And I'm taking this at 11 o'clock at night And I go to bed early most nights
1: Oh um, man.
0: So I couldn't go to sleep until like half 11 And I was so tired um, And obviously that kind of knocked it out Because you're supposed to take it roughly the same time every day <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I had six days of going to bed really late, um, which wasn't great. But my sinus infection has cleared up.
1: Nice. My headaches
0: are gone. Oh, brilliant! And I'm doing great, which is great because, as I said, summer holidays. I'm coming up for a period of time off. Going to spend some time with my kids. We've got a paddling pool. Like we have some lovely walks around here as well. I can take the kids out and stuff. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm.
1: You're kind really of um... excited. You're fortunate with where you are because you do have like the woods to go to, and like you're not that far away from a beach yeah. and stuff. Um, so because I know and I know farms. a lot of people and farms. Um, a lot of people might uh, be sort of dreading the whole um, summer holiday thing. Like, oh, I
0: think it's a little better now with like some things opened back up. Mm-hmm. But I think especially with like the pandemic and everything going on, um, living where I live with kids has been excellent it's been fantastic you know um plenty of places to see plenty of things to do um if you're into the outdoors obviously yeah um but you know even even pre pre pre-covid times um we do have a train line and while it's not the most convenient in terms of if you want to come home after half past 10 at night so like it's not it's not good if you're to go on a night out on no, a Saturday or whatever. And on a Sunday I think the last train's at like eight o'clock back into Inverkip. <laughs> but um no, uh so even even pre COVID, you know, it is relatively handy. It's just under an hour into to the city centre. Um so you know, before the pandemic hit, we were going on like day trips out into the city and uh, you know. Going to museums with the kids, mm-hmm. taking them to like the necropolis because the Glasgow necropolis is really cool. I don't I, actually know if you've been to the. Necropolis.
1: I've not. Um, I'm planning to go. Um, oh, when you I'm definitely down. Definitely go. Um, if if I can, obviously. Um, in end of September, so that might be fun. Um, mm-hmm.
0: No, it, it, yeah, I I highly recommend it. Um, it sounds a bit weird, but like I really like going and picking up, uh, food. And having a picnic there, uh, <laughs> I know a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that's really goth, but like <laughs> the Glasgow necropolis isn't it's a really old, 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 old graveyard,
1: uh-, uh-huh.
0: um, and a lot of people go there for a walk. uh, it's very atmospheric, it's very beautiful the the views are stunning, and as long as you're respectful, um you know i I don't personally think there's anything wrong with just having a bite to eat. Um, I know Elena, who was on season one of the podcast when we were talking about horror. Uh, she likes to go up there and sketch. She'll sketch, sketch like, statues of angels and things that are up there. Uh, as I said, it's absolutely beautiful. It's a lovely, lovely place, the necropolis. Also sounds really, really goth. Yeah, I love it's it. like,
1: ah, oh, we're going to the ne- necropolis yeah, I know. It's just know. yeah. <laughs>
0: so if if you're if you're a Scottish goth and you want to go on a date and impress the person you're on a date with, Glasgow Necropolis, <laughs> go for a picnic in their Necropolis. Oh man. Oh. I think the weirdest thing for me though is that the the Glasgow Necropolis, when Pokemon Go first came out. Uh, I downloaded it, and we were out, and it was a very hot day, and we decided to go to the Necropolis, so we went. um, And, like, for some reason, it's, like, a huge Pokemon Go hotspot. There's, like, gems and everything in it. Okay. And I, I think it's really weird. Like, and then when I when I got home, we have an ancient graveyard um, in Inverkip. Because Inverkip is a very old, old place. I think mm-hmm. it dates back to like the 11th century or something. Uh, there were witch burnings here too. With the witches. Um, but we, we have a, a hundreds of years old uh, cemetery. Really, really, really old. I actually don't know if it's a cemetery or a graveyard because apparently there is a difference. Is there? It doesn't matter. It's a graveyard. Um, But there's a Pokemon gym inside one of the... Well, I say one of the... There's a... Oh, I don't know. It's like a crypt, maybe you would call it. Um, because there's a stately home here and I think it's like the the Shaw Stewarts or whatever is the name of the family that own it. Um but they've been buried in this crypt like for generations, generations and generations of, of people. Um and you can actually go right inside of it and, and see, you know, the nameplates of where they're they're buried. It's it's really cool. It's a bit creepy, maybe, <laughs> but uh-huh. it's really interesting. Uh, but it's a shame because a lot of the gravestones are tarnished and old and broken and vandalized, and I just think that's such a shame. Um,
1: oh, it, it's it's like a weird part of history as well, isn't it? You know, like
0: yeah. you're looking it's a at... Pokemon gym. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a Raichu there once. Oh there.
1: my god. Um, so, the difference, apparently, according to this one website that I looked at um, very briefly... Um, so, guidelines... It, basically, graveyards seem to be a bit more restrictive of as to what kind of headstones can be used. Um, hmm. And they'll be part of a parish um, or local... or church. All um, oh, right,
0: so like, uh, is that a graveyard? Would be outside of a church. Yeah, and a cemetery so, like, is,
1: old... is a bit more freeform and might not, um, right, uh, not have a like a religious building associated with it.
0: That muddies it a bit because the site of the the graveyard or cemetery, um, used to be the original Inverkip church from centuries ago, um. And the church building was destroyed at some point. Don't know why. Don't know if it was like oh it fell down or whatever or it got I don't know, but um, I know that it used to be the site of the the church.
1: Okay. But the church
0: moved across the road, uh, but the the cemetery slash graveyard stayed. Um, but also that that graveyard is where the witches were burned. The Inverkip witches.
1: Oh, so cool.
0: Which it is cool. But it's also really awful. I mean, it's
1: horrifying. Like it was like an awful <laughs> time to be a woman. Like <laughs>
0: yeah, witches weren't you know actually witches. They were just people who did things that society didn't like at the time. And I think we did discuss this briefly on mm-hmm. the horror episode of the podcast. Go back and listen if you're interested. Uh, that is actually quite a. I think it's my favorite episode. And interesting. Yeah, it's such a good episode. I had so much fun recording that.
1: Um, it was just, um, it, was so, it was so nice. But anyway, yes. Um, this episode, as you all probably guessed, is Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. I said guessed. We, you, you did say. But that's not the we point. We did
0: say. <laughs> we did say. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if people had forgotten the amount of time that we go on. <laughs> but, um, no, Lord oh. of the Rings. Um, so... When was the first time you read Lord of the Rings? the or first seen time. Lord of the Rings? Okay. Which, which did you do first, actually? Did you watch the films? Or did you read the book first?
1: Okay, here we go. This is this is a bit wonky, okay? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I watched The Fellowship of the Ring um, when I was in uh, like primary school at some point. I think when, whenever it was released. 2001, yeah. So probably not long after it came out. Um... Well, probably quite a bit, like a few years after. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a few years after it came out, I watched The Fellowship of the Ring, and I loved it, obviously. And then, um, for whatever year of primary school it was, I can't remember, Um, but we had uh, what, what they called, like, you know, personal reading. So you could basically go to the shelf, pick a book, and read it. Um, and you'd just be left to it, to, to read it, and then you'd, like... At like the end of the the few weeks or whatever, um, you'd have to like either either write about it or do like a drawing or something, um, associated with it. And on the shelf was Return of the King, so I read Return and <laughs> I read the Return of the King <laughs> because it was Lord of the Rings completely...
0: related. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah,
1: but um, I was so concerned that if i put it back someone else would pick it up to read it so right. what i did was is um i pulled books forward and i stuffed it behind other books so no one else would would take return of the king cuz i was reading it um not even contemplating the possibility that no other you know seven year old child would want to read <laughs> The Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a it's a difficult book for the It's a
1: really book. hard read. Um and and then you know, further when I was like 15 I read read all of them in in order. I'd had seen um, the movies by then, obviously so. as yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually I tell a lie. I lied.
0: <gasps> Lies were told all the Lies were told.
1: I tell a lie. The first um experience of Lord of the Rings was I watched the animated movie when I was really young.
0: I I actually (laughs) thought it might be that because um, one of your uncles is really obsessed with that animated movie Mm. and I kind of feel like it would have been very strange if he hadn't made you watch it when you were a kid.
1: Yeah, so um, the the VHS was in Barra um, so anytime I went down to Barra we'd watch it.
0: Not surprised.
1: Then, (laughs) whatever whatever happened, whatever year it was um, I just like stuffed it into the, into my bag and I just took it up with me so we could watch it here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and arguably, Sneaky. arguably it is the best Lord of the Rings movie. I'm, it's
0: I'm, debatable. I'm
1: throwing it out there. I mean...
0: It's debatable.
1: It's debatable, but I, I reckon you could make a strong case and what I wish I'd done is prepared an argument for why the, the animated I movie mean, is better. I than...
0: think that you're... Entirely entitled to your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I have a mum, as everyone does. Um, but she is. There are two things I would say I grew up heavily exposed to because of my mum. One of them is Star Trek, mm-hmm. and everything to do with Star yes. Trek. My mum drew Star Trek fan art. She was obsessed. She loved it. And the other one is Lord of the Rings. My mum is potentially the biggest fan of lord of the rings that i know i reckon Um, so yeah she's just my mum's a total nerd right she's just a nerd and she loves lord of the rings so much so much and she read the books to us i think when she found out that they were making a lord of the rings film because she was like right you're gonna go and see this in the cinema when it comes out so I want you to be prepared. <laughs> I think that was her thought process. I don't know. I'd need to ask her. But she... So as a bedtime story, we were read The Hobbit, and then we were read The Fellowship of the Ring, and I think the start of The Two Towers. But I don't think she ever finished reading reading it to us. Um. Oh. And I don't actually very clearly remember, because I think I would have been about... Eight or nine when she started reading The Hobbit, um, which can we just say did... is
1: the best children's book like ever written? As oh, far as I'm I concerned,
0: love, I love it. It's so silly as well. Like you forget how silly some of the parts in The Hobbit are until you read it again. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does have quite a you know a serious story, and the characters are great, but there are some absolutely hilarious moments in it. Like the whole thing with the trolls, the way that that builds up. So as a character he's an idiot i love him but um so i was maybe about nine, eight, nine when she started reading the hobbit and sort of maybe it took a couple of years i don't know but i remember i had finished being read the fellowship of the ring at nighttime by the time the film came out and i think i was 2001 so i'd been p7 i think um so i'd have been 11 11 um and I seen it in the cinema and it was great <laughs> like I remember just feeling so immersed like I I loved it I thought the casting was great the music was great I cried when Boromir went down sorry spoilers spoilers for Lord of the um, Rings yeah <laughs> um, and yeah like I loved it and then obviously I didn't finish reading The Two Towers before that film came out hmm um, I might have though. I might have, and I think my mum might have. I don't know. It depends because I haven't read the books recently. Um, I would need to go back and read it because I remember being annoyed in the cinema because of the way that the Faramir thing played out.
1: Oh Faramir's yeah, of my course. My favorite
0: character, Faramir, is my favorite character in Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, him and Pippin.
1: I mean, yeah. I Capon's can't actually just...
0: tell you why I love Faramir. I just, I always did. Always. And the way it plays out in the movie isn't the way it plays out in the book. Mm. And I remember being in the cinema being like, that's not what Faramir did. That's not how that happened. Um. So I I think I maybe did finish reading the tutorials before it came out in cinema, but it's foggy. You know, um... And then obviously Return of the King came out, seen that in cinema. Um, but yeah. I didn't actually see the animated Lord of the Rings until much later. And it was your uncle's fault. He was in my house. Of course it was.
1: It was always <laughs> going can... to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. Always. Always. There's nobody
1: else. <laughs> um... I don't
0: know anybody else apart from you, I think, that like loves that film so much. Um, and And... You know, we watched it. He brought it... I don't know if he brought it to my house or whether my mum had it, uh, but it was his fault. doesn't matter. It was his fault. Uh, and we, we watched it, and it got to a point in the film and this elf shows up, <laughs> and my mum was like, oh, that must be Glorfindel. That has to be Glorfindel. And then he turns around and he goes, ah, it's my good friend Lego Legolas.
1: It's so good. Right. Um... I'm just going to briefly describe the entire movie. Um,
0: okay, go for so, it. So The animation's so trippy by it's the way. Guys.
1: So it's honestly like just it, if if you're so inclined to do drugs, I do not um I do not um, you know, endorse the use of drugs. But if you're so inclined, do not watch this movie while you're doing that sort of thing because it is just whoa, the animation's just wacky. But it starts off Everything is like this sort of like red silhouette and it's human, like live human beings silhouetted enacting things as the narration's going on.
0: It reminds me of Fantasia. There's a bit in yes. Fantasia, you know, Disney's Fantasia that's a bit like that. That's what this is It's like.
1: exactly like that. And then it goes to, like, um, when it's doing like the sort of like uh, history of the ring and stuff and it's talking about um, uh, Smeagol killing his... Um, brother or his cousin or whoever, um, because it was his birthday present. Blah, 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 blah. Um but uh then it goes to the animated thing. Um it goes into animated and the hobbits basically look like the Beatles.
0: <laughs> they do.
1: Um <laughs> Aragorn looks pretty like on point. He looks kind of like Aragorn y. Legolas looks like some somebody attempted to draw like a beautiful woman elf and then just forgot what they were doing at some point and then went oh no no it's definitely uh, it's legolas that's legolas yeah 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 um <laughs> gimli just moves really weirdly he's like his proportions change slightly throughout the whole thing and it's just wacky gandalf is brilliant He looks amazing, and there's a point where he's pointing at um, Bilbo, uh, at Frodo even, and he's move. He's got his finger pointed, and the camera, uh, camera inverted commas, is like facing as like from Frodo's point of view, and it's supposed to be Gandalf stepping towards him. But what happens is the hand stays in place, and like Gandalf's body and face moves, like just gets bigger, and then the hand moves out of the way of gandalf's face and it just continues like that he's going you must be the one to take the ring to mordor it's just and the whole
0: thing is isn't there a bit where he says i am gandalf and gandalf means me or something
1: (laughs) i can't remember i I literally watched it last night and i can't
0: remember (laughs) it's very strange there's also a bit where sam Gamgee, like Is it that he has flowers or something? And then he drops them and then he rubs his face? And, like, it's very... Like, the characters do weird, inexplicable things.
1: It's just Um, bizarre.
0: Also, I think some of the men, like, the way that they've drawn the clothes, they're wearing, like, skin-tight trousers underneath, like, a tunic. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's skin tone skin-tight trousers. Either that, or they're not wearing trousers, and they're just wearing dresses. I think
1: they're not wearing trousers. That's, that's got to be it. It's so but weird. It,
0: it um, doesn't make any sense. So, <laughs> I'm like, it's hurting my brain and I'm not even watching it right now.
1: Um, it only goes up to the point of Helm's Deep. Yeah. And unsurprising to nobody. They or ran out of money and there was okay. never, never any more of it. So, you know, it ends at Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's it. That's all you weird. get. And it just ends suddenly as well. Like, you know, it's really gruesome. Like, everyone's, like, attacking orcs and stuff and blood splattering oh, everywhere. yes, yes. Which is just great. It's a great scene. Uh, and then the credits roll. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. So, I, I hope oh. the-, the next part's out soon. Nope, still no next part. Never.
0: Never there never will be.
1: But no. if if you do like Lord of the Rings, or even if you don't, if you don't like Lord of the Rings, you should watch this movie.
0: Just watch it. It's very strange.
1: Um, it's, it's worth
0: a look for sure.
1: It's um, not super long either, so
0: No. Um Also Gollum's depiction's
1: it. really good. I, I really like Gollum in that movie. I, I
0: love Gollum in it. I just think that like it's it's weird enough and like interesting enough at the same time that everyone should just watch it. Mm-hmm. they don't need to like it they just need to watch it um, but yeah I- I've told you who my favourite Lord of the Rings character is who's your favourite character in Lord
1: uh, the it's tricky so, it's
0: really tricky
1: I want to say Tom Bombadil but
0: he doesn't count
1: he's not in any of the movies <laughs> at all
0: yeah but he- it's not just that he's really weird I think you just like weird stuff. Guessing. I do,
1: I do, um, but I do, <laughs> I Bombadil's really. Tom
0: Bombadil's very strange.
1: I love Tom Bombadil, and it it pains me. Like I understand why he's not in the movies, sure, but it does pain me that, including the extended editions, and then we we don't even need to mention like, the Hobbit stuff, movie stuff, but it's is... twenty four hours of screen time. They couldn't just like have like five um, like a seconds yeah, yeah just like a little the thing is, little bit
0: actually quite a bit in the books like because mm. i remember when my mom told me what lord of the rings was about and she's like okay we're gonna read the hobbit and then we're gonna read the lord of the rings the thing with the hobbit is that it is a kid's book so things are far more it's more accessible to a younger person it's not as difficult to read some of the language is a bit old.
1: Oh, yeah, old yeah. Fashioned. It's just of the time, uh, though.
0: Yeah, but things don't take a very long time. I remember my mum telling me what Lord of the Rings was about, and it got to the part with Tom Bombadil and, like, the Barrow Whites and all of this stuff. mm And I remember, like, listening to her read this to me and thinking, it's taking an awfully long time. my mom said there were elves in this book now when i was a child i was obsessed with elves yeah that
1: figures
0: (laughs) it was like they were magical they lived forever they were mystical they were mysterious like they were just everything that child me wanted um I still love elves I still do but they're not my favourite these days but I just remember thinking where are the elves like <laughs> like yeah. We're, are, are we at the bit with the elves mum Because you are elves.
1: Samwise Gamgee
0: <laughs> the, the, yeah a little the thing is though
1: we're going to see said,
0: elves yep young me Obsessed with elves. loves yeah. elves. Thought elves were the coolest thing. Now, I would love nothing more than to just live my life out as a hobbit. I'm I am. Hobbiting. I am in
1: hobbit camp, definitely. Like,
0: I don't care about the big mystical living forever. Like, oh, I know so much because I'm an elf and I'm so wise and I don't know. Like, they're. It, I still think they're cool, right? Like, I still think oh, yeah. cool. if I'm playing D&D, I want to play an elf, because...
1: Elves are just the best. <laughs> they just, they are. just are. Objectively, they just they're are. just better than everyone else.
0: <laughs> um, Unless you're in Dragon Age, but that's a different story. Um,
1: oh, yes, of course.
0: <laughs> like, but imagine being a hobbit and living that simple life and just going around the pub and having a pint and, like...
1: Slowly but surely, Hobbitin I am... Is
0: beautiful.
1: I am um, creating my life to become a hobbit.
0: Yeah. Not in stature. Recently, because it's been so hot, because we're in the middle of a heat wave, um, I haven't really been drinking alcohol that much. Uh huh. Um, But I just, I want, like, comforting things so i've been drinking a lot of tea and i know that sounds counterproductive like claire it's really hot outside why are you having a hot drink but i actually quite like drinking a hot drink when it's hot
1: i like tea um when it's i don't like drinking a lot of coffee when it's hot i get really sort of um i don't i don't want to say agitated but i get i get quite um I don't know. I don't know if the coffee hits me harder, or it just like I just it's get a weird. bit more buzzing. Um, but when it's hot, but if I drink tea, I'll just sit there and I'll be con- con- but, content. But
0: um. Obviously, I know hobbits drink ale. They go around to the pub. They want pints. Oh my god, it comes in pints, being the the joke in the film. Um, but I don't know. Like I just the older I get, the more I just want to sit in my house, decorate my house like a hobbit hole. Sit and drink tea, eat tons of my favorite foods, mm. maybe do a bit of gardening. I really, that's am it. Samwise Gamgee? You are. You're turning into Samwise <laughs> and Gamgee. And read tales of like what the elves are doing, you know.
1: Um, but
0: hobbits uh, are just the best. That that's why I aspire to be in my life.
1: Quite right. Um, I'm trying to think of like who my favorite character would be. And um, well, in the movies, uh. uh... I was going to say Gollum and Smeagol, but I feel like it's a cop-out answer because it's just so easy to love Andy Serkis' performance. <laughs> but I will say that. That's what I'm going to say.
0: Mm. Andy Andy Serkis sure. is perfect. The thing is, Gollum is probably the most interesting character because he doesn't redeem himself in the end.
1: Yes. Not really. Um, you get and given the, the promise of redemption throughout the whole thing. Um, you've got that up and down, up and down, up and down, and ultimately...
0: He doesn't. He, he fails. And it's tragic, and it, it breaks your heart because you've gotten to know him. You know why he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. You know it's not his fault. Um,
1: It was pity that stayed his hand. Yeah. yeah see, we, we are now in that, that position. It's heartbreaking
0: when you think about it, really. And I think that's what makes Gollum so compelling.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. Because
0: normally, when you read these these tales of good and evil and the struggle against all the darkness and the bad in the world, redemption isn't out with your reach. But Gollum could never have redeemed himself, not really, because no. he was being controlled by the ring. Uh, and I get that you can add tons of allegorical, like, oh, this means that, and that means this. But just at its core, for me, I'm like, I love that because it's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love a little bit of tragedy. Um, And I think it's also why I love Boromir and, and Denethor and Faramir. Like, that whole thing. Oh.
1: The thing... And I don't know
0: if it's... I don't know if that's why I love Faramir so much. Because I, I, I just pity him and I love him so much and I want the best for him. And in the end, his dad does love him but
1: yeah. um, it doesn't
0: play out like that <laughs>
1: the it's thing so I sad. love about well I love and hate it um, especially just as you mentioned Boromir there um, and talking about tragic and stuff um, you know obviously spoilers he dies um, but the thing that always got me is that he dies um, but Frodo never sees the the sort of redeeming side of him after he tries to take the ring from Frodo so he dies but as far as Frodo is probably concerned and he goes off um uh Boromir's still just the guy who tried to take the ring and was poisoned by the ring to um kind of attack Frodo in that way um which was I don't know it just upset me a little bit um ever since I was young it was just like ah. he never got to say sorry properly.
0: I know. I and then know. he died. Ugh. Yeah,
1: the,
0: I think the thing is, though, like... There's a lot of that in Lord of the Rings. There's a yeah. lot of things that are actually quite, like... Obviously, it's a fantasy, and it isn't real life. There's a lot of stuff like that that is kind of like real life.
1: Yeah, um, I think because it does. Because I think
0: everybody has those regrets, those, like... And things they never got to see, things they never got to do. Um, it makes it feel and I think that's less. Why it hurts
1: so much? Um, less story-like. It makes it feel less like, oh, this is a, this is just a tale, or this is a movie, this is a book. It f- makes it feel more like, oh, this is this is just something that happened. You're like, oh, um, it feels real. It, it doesn't feel real because there's urukai and you know, weird like goblins and shit, but. It feels, like, real in the sense that, you know, it's not the... You never get the, the movie moment of, I'm really sorry. It's okay, I forgive you. I will go away now. And then he dies. Um, yeah. It's sad. Lord yeah. of the Rings is sad.
0: It's heartbreaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has like a happy ending, just not for everyone. Mm. Even, even Frodo, like... Because he was so damaged by the ring. Obviously, I suppose he does get a happy ending in that he sails off to the west with the elves in the end. Yeah, yeah, Dolbo. yeah. But it isn't the ending, I think, that you want for him.
1: No. um, And, and I don't
0: think it's the ending that Frodo wanted for himself either. I think what Frodo really wanted was just to go back and live his life and back end and, you know... Yeah. Have a laugh with his friends like he did before.
1: But it'll never right, and, be this. That's
0: another tragedy. It's like his entire life was ruined by this thing. And so much was taken away from him because of this thing. Um, But he did the right thing in the end despite how much it cost him.
1: It is brilliant, you know? isn't it? It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> What's your opinions then of, you know, obviously the, the sort of ending, you don't have the 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 sort of horrible part when they go back to the Shire and it's all... Oh, in, the Scourge t- of the scourge Shire. of the, the Shire. Because Scourging... um, obviously yeah, yeah. that's not in the movies, um, but it's at the end of the books.
0: I think I understand why it's not in the movies. Like, it's the same thing with, with Tom Bombadil. You have that narrative story thing. You've just had the big ending where... Aragorn becomes king and the ring is destroyed and Sauron's gone and they don't need to worry about him anymore. Um you've had your emotional climax. Yeah. I think to I think it would ruin the pacing. I understand like why it's not
1: there. I think um I
0: still think it would have been good for it to be there, because I think the reasons for it being in the books and how that all plays out and why and you know obviously it is an additional tragedy and an additional horror but i like it in the book
1: yeah <laughs> like... um i guess like especially yeah when you were mentioning pacing it it would just feel kind of like and one more thing and <laughs> then one yeah. more thing and it's no when's it going to end um because Let's face it, they are long movies.
0: Very, very long, especially if you watch the extended editions, which I do. I don't think I have seen the original cut of Lord of the Rings, you know, the cinema cut.
1: I watched the the cinema cut um, last night of Fellowship for the first time ever. And quite frankly, there's only a couple things that I noticed were missing and i feel like there's substantially more things that were added in that are, were that were cut for the cinema um cut but um yeah i only noticed so the, the annoying one is um they they miss um where uh, everyone kind of shows what they got from galadriel and um so they miss gimli's wonderful line of uh, and she gave me 3 I know. It is the best. I, it's like such a good character moment.
0: I just think it would be really jarring for me to go back and watch the cinema cuts again. Because, like, okay, so I mentioned my mum. Huge Lord of the Rings fan. Biggest mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings fan I've ever met in my life. Um, Before I moved out, well, before she moved up north, um, every Christmas, every single Christmas, we would watch the extended editions of Lord of the Rings over the course of three nights. So I think it would be like Boxing Day 27th, 28th, or over New Year time as well. Um, we did it. But I have seen the extended cut so many times at this point that I think going back and watching <laughs> like anything that had missing scenes, I wouldn't feel like I was watching mm-hmm. the same film. I think it would like short-circuit my brain a little bit. For sure. Because because I would just be like, what? Did I miss a bit? Like, what's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Because, because um, there's so many scenes that I just think of as being in the films that aren't in the cinema cut.
1: Yeah. Um, because, um... Well, I was doing that all last night. I was sitting there going, um... Was there a bit missing there? Or am I just making it up? Is this bit I'm thinking of later on? Am I... And then there's just little points that just throw you and you're going, Egh. I don't know. Like maybe there isn't something missing, and it. it's just my brain. <laughs> like maybe maybe there wasn't uh, an extra, you know, landscape shot of New Zealand. I don't know. Um, but ah, uh, uh, they're just so good. Like the extended cuts. I know. Like um, I think I only saw Return of the King the cinema cut. Um, and then I was at um your house in a, uh, uh, well your old house. With your family, and my, yeah, it was my, it was, it was on in the background, house. and then th- this scene happened. I can't remember what scene it was. Um, oh I think it was. Um, is it is it uh, whoever it is chops off like the fell beast's head, um, Gandalf or someone like that. Uh, and that's not in the um, cinema cut, and it just completely. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> have they made a new Lord of the Rings? <laughs> like, no, it's the extended edition. I was like, oh, but I watched all the extended editions, but I didn't. I'd only seen the cinema cut of Return of the King, which was uh, oh, what, interesting. Really? Yeah, so I had the opposite um, in my brain for the the mm. pacing and the flow <laughs> um, for Return of the King. So it is interesting. We kind of get used to, especially if you watch something a lot, um, which I did do with Lord of the Rings a lot. Um, your your brain just kind of accepts what you're seeing, and you know you. You don't memorize it, but you do kind of no. have, have basically a concept of the flow of it, I guess, maybe.
0: The first time I watched the extended edition of Fellowship, I think it had come out like that day or the day before. Um, and I went to school and something very strange happened the morning before I went to school. Um, so I had the very first migraine ever that I'd ever had. Um, with a visual aura. So I'd never had a migraine before, uh, which meant that I never had... My migraines come with, like, my left eye. I get a spot in my left eye, mm-hmm. in the middle, right in the middle. Uh, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Until I'm only left with, like, peripheral vision. <laughs> so I couldn't see out my eye. Um, and I went to school anyway. Um, but when I got to school, I went into registration... Which, if, if you're not in the UK, the way school works is that you go in and you get the register taken in a specific class. Uh, and with a specific teacher. And it's the same every single morning. And you're there for 15 minutes every single morning.
1: Yeah, it's, it's um, a non-class that you you literally just show up so that people know you've the shown up. register can
0: be taken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I went to registration... And my registration teacher was this absolutely wonderful lady called Mrs. Stalker. Which is a really funny name. Uh, Mrs. Stalker. <laughs> she, was, she was lovely though. She was a really, really nice lady. She was really funny. Uh, but I remember I just walked in and she looked at me and she was like, you're going home. And I was like, what? She's like, no, you're, you're white as a sheet. So I, I went to the medical office and they tried to get hold of my dad. But my dad wasn't in, which I think is why I went to school that morning. I think, like, my parents were at some important appointment or meeting right. or something. I don't remember. Um, and then they tried to get in touch with my parents and they couldn't. So they called the emergency contact that was on my uh, records, which happened to be our dear Uncle Harold. Oh, okay. Um, so my Auntie Vanessa... Drove to the school with Uncle Harold in the car because he's the emergency contact.
1: He needs to be um, there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So he he picked me up. They took me home. I was sick. I started being sick in their car. Oh no! I had a sick bowl though. I had a sick. Oh, bowl, okay. So that's I wasn't fine. Sick that's all fine. All over anything. Um. But I got to their house and I took some painkillers and I went for a sleep. And when I woke up, my Uncle Harold was like, "Oh, I just got the extended edition of Lord of the Rings. Do you want to watch it?" And I was like, "Sure." So that was the first time I ever saw the extended edition of Lord of the Rings was recovering from my first ever migraine at my uncle's house. (gasps) Uh, But the funniest thing was uh, our cousin Elena, uh, my uncle Harold's daughter, she went to school like two minutes from the house. So she would come home for her lunch.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So she came home for her lunch. She came in and I'm lying on the couch watching Lord of the Rings. And she comes walking in, stands in front of the TV and just starts talking. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I got really upset. Oh, was no. was like, because the funniest thing about it, and I will never forget, she walked in right as Gandalf was fighting the battle.
1: No! No! So I never
0: got to see him fall down. No! <laughs> I never got to see fly, you fools.
1: Wow. It was
0: so funny. Obviously not at the time. I had a migraine and I was missing out yeah, on yeah. really cool bits of Lord of the Rings, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh Yeah, I don't know. It's just a really vivid memory of Lord <laughs> of the Rings that I have.
1: Um uh, I um did you ever play any of the, you know, movie licensed Lord of the Rings video games?
0: I played I can't remember if it was on the PlayStation 1, but I played The Fellowship of the Ring, but I don't think it was called The Fellowship of the Ring. I think it was just called The Lord of the Rings, but I don't know if it was a licensed one to... I think it came out around the same time, but I don't know if it was licensed in the sense that it was based on the movies that had just come out.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Because it was a Lord of the Rings game in which... You know... It was Lord of the Rings. I was playing as Frodo. And it was actually quite good from what I remember. But I don't think it had too much of a resemblance to the, the movies.
1: Uh-huh. Because um, I did play a lot of the Return of the King game. Um, I got given it for a Christmas mm. or something. And, I mean, at the time, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, But it was only in, like, maybe the last, like ten years that it's it just occurred to me that all of those licensed video games are the same video game (laughs) from every movie so there was a there's a narnia one that we had um for the lion the witch and the wardrobe and it's exactly the same game just with different levels and different like basically with a different paint of coat a coat of paint even paint of coat (laughs) Paint oh my god! A different paint of coat. <laughs> um, yeah, with a different coat of paint. So, like, all the mechanics are the same. The like, um, the Must sort have of animation made by style the same is the
0: same. Company. Um,
1: I reckon. Um, I think if you go back to like all of these at the same sort of time period, if you look at all the licensed um, movie video games, they will all be pretty much like same mechanically. Um, just hmm. with different dialogue and different um like obviously different character models and different like levels and stuff. Um
0: I know I played the first Harry Potter licensed game. Um but I'm not really that big on Harry Potter really, so I don't remember much about it. I just remember playing it. So I wonder if that's the same idea.
1: Oh, I wonder. I don't know. I haven't played any of the Harry Potter games, so we should at some point In like future times, if I ever remember, um, play like a couple of these games.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Just briefly, I'm sure you could pick them up really cheap on like eBay or something. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or go to like CEX. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I probably have have, one of those kinds of games that are available for like 50p. You know.
1: Yeah, I probably have the like the, the disc copies of some of the games. Kicking around. You here. should
0: bring them round to my house. Like we have a oh. PS2 and a PS1 and a PS3 and a PS4.
1: <laughs> you forget that I've I don't have consoles, they're all for PC.
0: <gasps> well, I have a PC as well.
1: Excellent. Do you have a disc I do you have, have a DVD, DVD drive a in your disc, PC? I
0: have a PC. Not the one I'm using right now, but I do have a functioning PC with a disk drive.
1: Um because that's something I I just completely forgot existed, so I don't have a disk drive. You at can all.
0: buy um this is not Lord of the Rings we're talking about right now, but you can buy um, USB disk drives that just plug into your computer. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, you can buy those. So Fantastic. Excellent. Sorted.
1: My, my retro gaming... Retro gaming? Not retro gaming. <laughs> my terrible um, movie-licensed video games dreams can come true. Um
0: I suppose it is retro gaming of a sort.
1: Yeah, it'll be retro to someone. Um, I work with kids who some of these games came out before they were born. Ooh. It's horrifying. <laughs> um, I guess just quickly, um, do you remember this kind of Lord of the Rings based, um, The Hobbit video game?
0: Yes, actually, I do. If it's the same one, I'm thinking of,
1: I assume it is because. And I, I got this. I found it in, um, I think it was Game in Inverness, um, when I was young, and I picked it up, and I like begged my mum to buy it for me, purely because that like trip I was away, and we were at your house, and you and someone else was talk, like mentioned it, and said it's so bad that it's amazing. And I was like, okay, I have to get this game, so I did, and I, I loved it. I loved it so much. I played it for oh my god. F- so many hours. <laughs> it's so good and everyone should go and play that if they get the chance.
0: I'm going to look into that cuz I I I do remember playing that. Um and it was pretty bad. <laughs> Oh man! It's I think. Who's it's like, your favorite it, Hobbit? That's the question.
1: Um, well, right, Pippin's band because Pippin's the best.
0: Everyone's favorite is Pippin. Um, it's my
1: just the my favorite non-Pippin is, um, the guy, uh, Mr. Brownfoot. Okay. Who um at Bilbo's party when he goes then the brownfoots and he goes brown feet and that's it's it. That's proud my favorite. Feet.
0: It's Pride Pride Feet. Whatever.
1: (laughs) Pride Foots. (laughs) Mr. Pride Who's
0: the bigger Lord of the Rings nerd?
1: You are. Um, You have an advantage. You have your mum. Me,
0: I do. Um, Because not only did we watch all of the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, my mother used to watch all of the special features. (gasps) All the time. Over and over and over and over and over again. Actually, to the point where... Um, I go to my mom's house and quote the interviews with the cast, <laughs> um, like, and she she just quotes right back at me, and it's Fantastic. bizarre. Um, because there's one where I think it was Dominic Monaghan doing an impression of John Rhys Davies, um, and apparently they all went out for dinner, uh, and John Rhys Davies kept like ordering this really elaborate, crazy food stuff, uh. And the one that I always remember and the one that I always shout at my mum is, do you have partridge? Bring the partridge! Um, Which is ridiculous, because that's me doing an impression of Dominic Monaghan doing an impression
1: of um, John Rhys-Davies.
0: The other one that we constantly quote is, um, there's Easter eggs on the special features. There's like secret things you can find on the special features. And the one for Return of the King... Um, which I recommend you go and watch. There's actually a clip of it. I say a clip. The whole thing's on YouTube because the internet didn't exist back then, but it exists now. Um, but it did exist. It just it wasn't like anything. it was not in its no beautiful
1: YouTube. form that it is now.
0: Beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> I miss the old days. Uh... But no. Um, no. So so this Easter egg on the the Lord of the Rings Return of the King special edition special features. Um, <laughs> is this joke interview that Dominic wore oh set yes up for Elijah Wood and it is the it funniest is thing like so funny it still makes me laugh it's uh, and like i've seen it thousands of times
1: stomach painfully like stitch inducing um laughter like i don't laugh like properly belly laugh often um
0: but that but oh it's my just God.
1: so good
0: <laughs> it's perfect it's perfect <laughs> Oh. Um, but some of the stories that the cast tell are like... Because obviously I think that the other thing is you know someone. If you're watching Lord of the Rings with someone and they do this this one thing, you know that they have watched the special features one too many times. um, And that's if you're watching The Two Towers. Yep, I know exactly and... what you're gonna say. Uh-huh, and you're just gonna uh-huh, wince uh-huh. and you go Oh! And Aragorn... <laughs> kicks the helmet of the orc when they're looking for Merry and Pippin and they think they've been killed. He kicks the helmet and he's like, ah! He's um actually screaming because he broke his toe.
1: <laughs> Kicking
0: yeah. the helmet. Um, Which, you know, if you've not seen the special features, you don't know that. But I seen a meme once and it was like, yeah, you know your girlfriend <laughs> like watches too much Lord of the Rings when she stops at this part and says, that's when Viggo Mortensen broke his toe. <laughs> And Stuart I was the one not, that sent me that. Uh-huh, I do not, was the one that like... sent me that. And he's like, it's you. <laughs> 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 it's like, shut up.
1: Uh... Just
0: because I know that Vigo Mortensen broke his toe and I feel the need to tell everyone.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean...
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's so good.
1: Yeah. I, the other thing is, um, you know, like, um, you know, Vigo Mortensen got uh, kind of accepted into one of the New Zealand tribes... Mm-hmm. Uh, at, at the end of filming and it's it, there's loads of just really like awesome th- stories and moments that um...
0: he kissed billy boyd full on the mouth as well
1: um, i mean like you know I, I there's a, a scene where
0: <laughs> uh, there's a scene where sean astin has to kiss the lady that plays uh is it rosie rosie cotton is that her yeah name? yeah yeah he has to he has to kiss her um, but the scene wasn't coming together, and everyone was getting stressed. Uh, and off camera, Viggo Mortensen kissed Billy Boyd. I think, is some kind of way of encouraging Sean Astin to be able to <laughs> do <during> this scene. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, that's like really weird. But uh, like, I think out of all of the cast, Viggo Mortensen really does sound like the the coolest, uh, oh, weirdest yeah. guy. Like, he's a bit of an enigma. Um, yeah. And yeah.
1: on that note, very positive and cheery notes. Yeah. How would you rate the sheeling?
0: I'm gonna give this like a nine.
1: Like I'm, a good I'm, solid nine. I'm it's on the same a as comfort. you.
0: Comfort. It's it's like. I think like I think maybe we've been tripping over our words a little bit. Um, I've definitely
1: been tripping over my words a yeah, lot. I reckon. I mean, I'm tired, this tired is... anyway.
0: I'm tired anyway. It's very, very hot outside. I'm just recovering from sinusitis, um. But this tea is just making me relax. Like yeah, I'm, for sure. I'm probably just gonna go straight to my bed after this.
1: <laughs> me too. <I'm> so
0: tired. <laughs> and this is just like a warm hug, as I said. It's like it's a sweet. It's sweet, but it's not sugary sweet. It's the licorice and the orange peel, I think. Mm. And it's warming, and I can imagine. Obviously, like, I I can kind of see what they're going for with the name because obviously, shielding is like a shelter. uh, Yeah. And if you're, if you're maybe, say, like, out battling the elements or whatever, and you're, you need to go to find shelter somewhere, this is the kind of tea that I would want. This is like the kind of tea you would want to drink after you come in from like a rainstorm, torrential pouring rain outside, you're soaked to the bone this is what you would want to drink yeah
1: and the smell is one of those smells that if you like came home from like an awful day and your kitchen just smelled of it already you'd just oh, go, yeah. oh, it you just go oh yeah it would be you just feel better and instantly bliss. yeah everything yeah. would be great so yeah i'm i'm the same i'm giving it a 9 it's it's I think really tea's comforting. magic anyway um i have a funny Best feeling tea. we're going to be rating like all the teas really
0: high
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, no yeah. Um
0: definitely give uh the Hebridean Tea store a visit. Oh um, do.
1: Um if you ever if you're ever up this way, um go into the store, um speak with Babs. It's and... such
0: a good store as well. Like it's they just have so, so nice. many beautiful teapots. They have some absolutely beautiful tea caddies. Mm. Um not to mention the myriad of excellent tea. Um
1: it's so good and it's from all over the universe. Um uh, they've got a lot, a lot of um, new Japanese teas in as well, um, which mm. I'm really excited to try.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> you need to bring me some when you're down.
1: Oh, that's, that's what I'll do. I'll just bring everyone tea from the tea shop.
0: <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um,
1: but you can order online um, and you can... Uh, I'm not sure about um, if you're in Europe. Uh, I'm not sure what the, the I shipping I don't think
0: European shipping... Brexit, guys. Sucks. Don't for blame everyone. us. We're Scottish. We didn't vote for this. We did not vote for
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> sadness. Um, but yeah, no. Give, give them, give them a look. Um, they're all super lovely. It's it's only like two people, so yeah, it's, it's a
0: great little shop. I've been in a couple of times and definitely highly highly recommend. Excuse me.
1: You're excused.
0: Um, yeah. So, what are we talking about next week? Next Colin?
1: week, we are talking about music the making of so ah. um, i guess i guess it's going to be more about um sort of the creative process i guess um, yeah the
0: creative process and, and what it is to make music and... yeah 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 i mean we both make music to a degree uh, you more so than me <laughs> but, yeah um and i think we're drinking a very interesting beer I'm called famclos Yes, yes we are. Uh, I've had it before, I've had it before. but Kevin I have hasn't.
1: not. Um, I'm um, really looking forward to it. It's quite strong.
0: Yeah, it's a 14% beer we're having. So if, if you are of the not drinking alcohol persuasion, you can sit next week out. But uh, if sure. you do want to drink along with us, it's called Samichlaus. That's spelled S-E-M-I-C-H-L-A-U-S. And I think it's Austrian
1: uh, and it's yes.
0: only brewed once a year on like the fourteenth of December. I think it's something.
1: Saint Nicholas's Day or something like that.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember the exact date, but it's like very very interesting, unique beer. Um, but that's what we'll be drinking yeah. next week. We, we talk it. about music. Yeah. Um,
1: we'll see. We'll see if I just become a rambling mess like half an hour in because I've yeah. just gotten hammered.
0: So yeah. <laughs> It's um, just just gonna be a mess. It's gonna be great,
1: um, but yes, <laughs> join us. Uh, other things are um, the album is available to stream in the Musac. That's S A C. and I think it is pretty much everywhere. Um, even on TikTok, if you are so inclined to put it on your TikToks
0: crazy i'm not
1: 100 percent sure what tiktok's actually for but that's okay. i'm
0: tempted to download tiktok and make a tiktok out of the sports song because <laughs> i feel that that is the perfect kind of song for a tiktok like a comedy skit tiktok sports
1: yeah. um which is uh funnily enough my favorite song on the it's the best song. i say song
0: it's the best song on it um... Chun. Piece feel free music.
1: to follow us on twitter on you can join the facebook group i think we're at like 99 mm. likes in the facebook group and have been oh, for like exciting. a year um oh, so
0: we only have like 25 followers on twitter <laughs> but uh, yeah the twitter handles at inverus if you want to follow us there um I, we try to keep it updated
1: um it's um, harder than we think it is
0: <laughs> yeah social media hard going it's man. so hard
1: like... um but yeah, you can just follow me personally. I always just spam uh stuff. I'm at Callum Blaine <laughs> on everything. <laughs>
0: yep. Um but yeah, so with that, we will see you all next week. Or you'll hear us next week. Yes. We won't hear you, that would be weird. No.
1: Um if we do hear you, uh just stop talking.
0: Yeah, yeah, We don't want to
1: hear it. <laughs> good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whenever you listen to this, good to that. And we will speak to you soon. couple lift! Hi there. If you've made it this far, uh, you have reached the extended edition of the Inverus podcast. And I would like to be the first and indeed the last person in your life to say to you, This is me, <laughs> Sauronov.
0: You didn't even do it right because you were laughing. Uh,
1: this is me, Sauronov. <laughs> can't do it. Saranoff. I can't do it. <laughs> So, so running off.